Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and boy, have we got a special treat for you tonight. I have been excited about this broadcast all week. My special guest tonight is Amber Holland from Louisiana. And Amber is a mom, a wife, um, uh, a mother, right? She is, as I said, mom, wife. Uh, she is an author. She is a dynamic speaker. She is so passionate for the Lord Jesus Christ. I cannot wait for you to meet this vessel of honor that God has chosen for such a time as this. And Amber has a wonderful testimony about how God rescued her and delivered her from drugs. And she's going to share that with us tonight. And in addition, the way that I came to know Amber is I had gotten a message on Facebook a couple of months ago with a video and Amber was just letting me know, you know, she sent me a thank you note for, um, because she had seen my video on YouTube where I talked about how God had healed my cat, my outdoor cat, Masky, and her video, my gosh, it wasn't just a thank you to me. It was, it was, she just talked for about 20 minutes about what God did. And I mean, this girl caught my attention from minute one. Her fire, her authenticity, and her her love for Christ and for people. Amber lays hands on the sick and they get well. So I had to have her on the broadcast. So I am just uh, so pleased to say welcome, Amber Holland. Thank you for being with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Such a blessing to be here with you, Lisa. Oh, it's such an honor to have you, woman of God. So, Amber, you and I had a conversation, and you were telling me about uh, how God delivered you from drugs, and I would love for you to share your testimony with us right now. Okay. Um, well, uh, basically, long story, short as possible, um, I grew up in church. We were there every Wednesday and twice on Sundays. I grew up hearing about God, um, but not really knowing him. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when I hit my teenage years, I had grown up a very uh, rejected little girl. Different instances happened and rejection was my biggest wound. I didn't realize it at the time, <clears throat> but it made me very insecure. And um, I began to listen to the enemy's lies to tell me that I was worthless mm -hmm. and um, so I wanted to feel that. I felt like God had neglected me, honestly. And so I, I began to feel that uh, with destruction and just wanted to destroy myself in any way possible. Because that's what the enemy does. That's what his lies accomplish if we listen to them. And so um, when I was 15 or so, I began to dabble in drugs. And um, there was just this... Um, this insatiable urge to do more and more and, and just be worse and worse bad, you know, I just want to be bad. And so, um, so I began to do the drugs and that probably lasted, um, between 15 to 23 years old. Um, I was into hardcore drugs and, you know, smoking marijuana, things like that daily, uh, hardcore drugs several times a week. Um, and that was my lifestyle. Um, so I was an atheist. I've become an atheist. Uh, Satan had just really built a case against God in my heart. And uh, I did everything I could to try to just spit in God's face. That, that was how I felt. And so around the time that I was 23, right before I turned 24, um, I don't really know how to describe it, but I began to feel 
the presence of God in my life, there was a peace that began to calm and a, a hope that began to calm. But I, I didn't speak to him. I didn't have much to do with him at all. And uh, so one night I was living in New Orleans and um, I was sitting out on a balcony getting high by myself. Um, and I just began to feel the urge to talk to God. And as I began to talk to him for the first time in a very long time, I began to just thank him and tell him I'm sorry. I really began to repent and say, I'm sorry that I uh, have ignored you and treated you like you weren't real. I'm sorry for the way I've lived my life. And I thank you that you, you really have protected me when I could have been dead. I, you kept your hand on me. And I thank you for that. And in that moment, as I'm repenting and, and speaking to God for the first time and since I'm 15 or so, you know, um, in a personal way. All I, I, all, the only way I know to describe it is I began to feel as he was coming and every hair on my body rose to attention. It was a completely clear night. And um, as I'm sitting there, I knew he was coming and his as I'm, I'm getting high as I'm speaking to him, not even thinking about what I'm doing, don't know any better. And he swooped up behind me and his voice was as thunder. I, mm. I thought it was thunder in the sky. It, it crashed all around me. And as that thunder crashed, his voice just echoed through my being. And he said, don't do that while you're talking to me. And it scared me so bad, I immediately threw down the marijuana and I thought I was going to be killed. I thought I was going to be struck down. And I ran into my bedroom and I got on my knees and I said, I give it all to you. I give it all to you. I'll never touch it again. I'm yours. Amber, and let me ask you something. This is so powerful. It's so powerful. Let me ask you something. When you were in that moment and you said like you knew he was coming like you it's kind of like you hear footsteps of someone coming right like that's was that, the kind of the feeling that you had even you though know, when he walks into the room you just feel right. on the you know that's what it was like he was on right. the way to do it so um, you, and when he said that to you now i need to ask you so you said that you already knew the lord but you just weren't walking with him right yes i, I knew i had given my life to him when i was around nine okay um, you know, uh, I got baptized and things like that. And you knew you had an inherent knowledge in you that you weren't doing right. And you must have also had a desire for him at the same time. That's awesome. um, I, I can tell you, no matter where I went, no matter how dark I took my life, there was a whisper that was mm. always there that said, you don't belong here. Mm. You don't belong here. Ooh, I knew that. So he was with me all along and he knew the time that was set set for us to meet again and to carry on with each other. And he built us a, a, a testimony that can help others because I hope when people see me that they see hope, yeah. you know, people have, they have children and they have loved ones and, and even themselves that there's this addiction that, that won't let them go. And I'm here to tell you, God can change that. You believe overnight. I never touched it again. He took the desire away overnight. And, and he changed my life. And, and, and we've been walking together ever since. And he has never exhausted himself to me. We keep going together. And he keeps showing me more about himself and just blowing my mind. And that can be for anyone. Anyone. It's Addiction is a demon. And it yeah. wants 
to have you and ruin your life. And if you look at it as don't take it as this is me. There's a demonic force that wants you to be addicted to these substances. It's a demonic force and God can pluck it off of you in an instant. It has to go at the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, Amber, once that happened, like you said, I have never touched it again. So in that moment, when you said, Lord, I give it all to you, I could just imagine you were crying, you were weeping, and you meant it from your heart and bam, delivered. Now, how long ago was that? Um, that was when I was 23 and I'm 38 now. So praise God. Woo. Awesome. So now you also have, I mean, obviously you know, I could say, how have you gotten so strong in the Lord? Did you walk with the Lord ever since then and just keep growing in him? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I went back uh, to the church that I grew up in. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, God started there and I began to read the word. I had a hunger for the word I had never had before. I never, I, I, I would read it if I had to, but there was a hunger there now. Mm -hmm. And so I began to study the word. I wanted to know everything I could about this God that was so real. And uh, I knew that I just wanted to please him. Everything in me wanted to make him smile. And so I went back and I began to get to know God. And he, he kept telling me, and he still tells me to this day, there's more. Yes. More. Mm -hmm. And it was always me following the more. It was always me saying, I want to know you more. Give me more of you. You know, and, and that, that thing that used to, I used to feel that hunger with the wrong things. But now mm -hmm. I'm going to fill it with God. And it's just nothing like him. Isn't it amazing? It's like this whole new world opened up yes, when you gave your life to him. And that's what it is. The devil wants to keep you deceived with the things of the world. But it's like when you really surrender your heart, God knows if you mean it, right? Yes. And then you're giving him opportunity to come in and clean up the mess. But you come no back. That's the thing. No holding back. Take it all. Because I know maybe sometimes we give it to God. We, we hold some things back. And my, my advice to you is give it all. Give all. it life so that you can die and God can give you the new life that he wants yeah. to give you. And you can be born again. There is no other way. And it's it's powerful and it's life-changing. And it's wonderful just walking with the Lord. He's wonderful. God. Now. All that, you know, since that time, I know you are um, a, a wife, you're a mom of, you know, three kids, uh, one who's not not such a kid anymore. Right. But and you walk so strongly with 